Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the UK Travel Planning Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to be doing a trip report from my day trip from London to Paris, which I took in June this year. I know this is an eagerly awaited episode. Um, We've had lots of questions about that day trip in particular. And um, the reason I decided to do this episode and actually to do the trip from London to Paris is that we are often asked in the Facebook group about how to travel from London to Paris. And while we do have a podcast about the Eurostar, which is episode 40, which covers how to get between the two capitals by train independently, we are asked a lot about visiting Paris on a day trip from London. Um, Is it doable? How do you do it? Is it worth it? Um, And so we do include Paris in our best day trips from London by train article. Um, So I thought, you know what? Let's do it. Uh, I've been to Paris numerous times before. But I thought, okay, let's book a tour in June, which is what I did, um, a fully escorted tour. So because there are a variety of tour, day tour options available from London to Paris, so you can take fully guided or unescorted tours. But on this occasion, I choose, uh, chose to take a fully escorted tour uh, because I think that's the most popular option if you're a first-time visitor to Paris. So in this episode, um, I'm going to share my thoughts about the pros and cons of taking a guided day tour, talk you through the day, how it went, what it looked like, what sort of things we did. Um, so you can consider if this is the right option for you. So Doug is going to ask questions about the day. Bonjour. Thank you, Tracy. I'll take it from here then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So first question. Can you give us a brief overview of the, the plan day? Yeah. Okay. So basically the tour included, um, taking the Eurostar from St. Pancras International over to Paris, Gardenor station, a bus tour of Paris, the main highlights of Paris, a boat trip with lunch down the Seine, and then another kind of coach tour, some of the highlights of Paris, and then back onto the Eurostar um, to London. And this was a, a guided tour. So we did have a guide with us. Oh, wow. Expanded the day a bit more. How did the day start? First thing in the morning, how did that go? Okay, well, it was a bit of a disaster to start with. <laughs> we had to meet at 5.30 a.m. to St. Pancras International at a designated meeting spot, uh, which sounds great. But unfortunately, um, somebody's alarm didn't go off, did it, Doug? Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> right. So I had hoped that Doug set the alarm for a quarter to five, but he kind of hadn't. So I woke up at approximately, I think it was something like five. 14 and I had 16 minutes to get dressed, sorted and next door to St. Pancras International. So what we had done, which was really advantageous, is that we had booked a hotel right next to the train station. So and I'd also prepared everything the night before. So it was a case of getting dressed, brushing my teeth and out the door. It was that quick. So I did actually manage to get there unbelievably by 5.27. I did take my makeup with me, I had to put that on the train. But my main thing was that I was actually there. So 
So that's what you have to do. There's a designated place that you go and meet your guide, which yeah. is what I did. Yeah, And a few choice words in my direction there. Entirely. Yes, yes, I have yes, to say yes. yes. Uh, once you get on the train, the uh, well, the train ticket itself, really, did you have to book the train ticket separately from the tour? No, no, that was all included in the tour. So you did have a choice between if you wanted standard or standard premiere on the Eurostar. So I chose to kind of treat myself. So I went standard premiere, which was lovely. Oh, good. So everybody with the same class of travel, did they all sit together on one? No, no, we were given the tickets by the guide. So once everybody got there, there was only 16 of us in the tour. It was a small tour. When we got there, um, he handed us our tickets and the return tickets for that evening. And he also talked about how, you know, for those of us who hadn't done it, I've obviously done it numerous times before, but for those who hadn't done it before, he talked through the process of how you go through to catch the train. Um, so he did talk us through that. Um, also, people had different, um, they were doing different things during the day, but I will talk about that um, in a little bit later. But we were all catching the Eurostar there and the Eurostar back. Some people standard premiere, others standard. So obviously, if you'd booked with your family and you were in standard, you would be all together. Mm. Um, but we weren't as a group right. all together, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's good. So obviously, these trains are long and lots of people catch the train. So I can imagine it would be quite busy when you get there. So how did that work? Yeah, it was really busy when we got off the train in the Paris Garden Hall. But he, the the guide had said, right, when you get off the train, you walk to the end of the platform, I'll be standing at this spot and I'll wait for you there. So obviously got off the train, you walked to the end of the platform and um, I just waited a few minutes. I think I got off probably about first in our group. So I had to wait a few minutes because there's a lot of people getting off the train. So I waited and then kind of after a few minutes we we were all kind of in the group so we'd left the train actually left um london at 6 31 a.m and we arrived at 9 48 so you've got to remember paris um, france is an hour ahead during the summer months so although the journey only takes two hours 17 minutes you actually arrive that you would think you'd arrive at 8 48 we didn't arrive at 9 48 yeah. because of hour ahead yeah oh, well, thank you and then, obviously, you're coming out of the Garden Hall stations. So what happened then when you first arrived, actually, in Paris itself? Yeah, well, we were with the guide. So then we followed him through to a coach, which was waiting um, just outside the station. So it was a few minutes' uh, walk from the train station. So we walked out, met the coach there. Um, and then after that, we took a tour of the main sites on the coach. Um, that was It was quite slow because Paris traffic is pretty hectic. Um, but the guide was excellent. Actually, he was really, really good. He talked us through what we're seeing and some of the history. Um, and also, which I thought was amazing and really good and really thoughtful thing to do is that he taught everybody in the coach some basic, uh, words of French so that they could communicate. That's a good with, idea. You know, so that was really good. I, mean, I speak French, so it's not such a big deal, but if you don't speak French, it's really good. So, and that's really important. Have a few words of French. So if you walked into a cafe or a shop, you'd know to say bonjour. So yeah, so that and merci and, and a few words like that. So that was that was really good. So he was excellent. Um, he spoke fluent French, so that that's really helpful if you don't. Uh, so yeah, so that was it was good. It was good, but as I say, it was quite slow because obviously it was a Saturday and the traffic was quite oh, hectic. So after the coach tour, then what happened? Well, at that point, we were some of us were doing a cruise on the Seine with a meal. So. But some people weren't. So we actually headed to catch the boat, which is near the Eiffel Tower. Now, I had actually initially booked an Eiffel to champagne lunch, but that was changed the week before. 
um, because it was cancelled um, and I was given I was given a small refund for the difference. And then um, I was actually allocated to a cruise launch um, uh, on this boat um, along the Seine. So we basically went to where the boats were leaving from um, and given the tickets for if for those of us who were taking uh, having a meal. Um, those that weren't, they just went off to to explore the area. Um, yeah, so I went off, I found my pier to, and to board the boat for for my yeah my experience on the Seine. Oh, that's good. So you had lunch there, and so did you pre-book your your, your lunch? Did, were you given a selection first? Uh, no, there was a there was a choice from the menu. So we had um, three courses plus uh, a glass of wine. The food was very very good. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was it was really tasty. Um, so yeah, really, really good food. That's got a lot of interaction between people on, uh, cause you're a solo traveler. So how did that go? Yeah. Well, I was really lucky actually, cause I was a little bit concerned cause obviously traveling solo, you kind of think I'm going to be sitting here having this lunch, uh, on my own. Um, but I was so lucky because uh, next to my table were two friends, um, who had gone to university in the UK together, actually in Newcastle, which was amazing cause that's where I'm from. Um, and they meet up occasionally uh, in different parts of Europe. So one of the ladies lived in Holland and the other lived in England. And they were so lovely. So they were chatting to me. They kind of realized I was sitting on my own. So the entire time we were, we were chatting away to each other and um, they shared their wine. They were very, very generous. Uh, so it was lovely. It really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, as you go along the scene, you see the lovely sights as well. I've but, seen the photos. It does look like a lot of fun. It was. Say. The yeah. food was really good. The wine was good. The the company was lovely. It was actually a really lovely boat trip. Oh. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. That's good. And so after the lunch cruise, what happened then? Um, yeah. So after the lunch, we had a time to meet up. So got off the the cruise and probably had about 20 minutes before I had to meet up with a guide. So we'd all been given a designated spot to go to. So after that, we met the guide and then we walked back to the coach, which is parked maybe about 10 minutes walk away. Um, and then with the coach, we headed to the Champs-Élysées, got out, took some pictures of the Arc de Trip. Um, and then we went to Montmartre for about five in the afternoon. I'd say that that was around about that time. Um, and then we had an hour and a half at, to wander Montmartre, which in my opinion was a little bit too long because actually by that point people were pretty tired um, because obviously it is a long day. There was a massive thunderstorm on the way as we were driving across Paris as well. Um, Luckily, by the time we got to Montmartre, that had stopped because I was thinking, oh gosh, we're going to get drenched here because I hadn't taken a a rain jacket. Um, So yeah, so we arrived in Montmartre and everybody got off the bus um, to have a look around. So as I say, luckily it was dry and it's sunny. It was very hot. This is June, so it was actually quite Mm. hot in Paris, yeah. Okay, so what did you do to fill the time you had it on Montmartre? Uh, Well, because I've been there so many times before, to be honest, I just kind of walked up to where the bottom of the funicular is, um, up to the Sacré-Cœur, and I just sat and people watched. (laughs) And I did do a little bit of a walk around the area. I did pop into a shop and just buy a drink and some snacks as mm. well, because I was a little bit peckish. And I thought, well, going back on the train, I'll just have something if I need it, waiting for the train. So I did that. I was, I think it was a little bit, it was quite a long period of time in Montmartre. Um, but it is, there is a lot to see in the area. So I suppose, and that'll be one of the tips I will recommend later, is that if, you know, do a little bit of research so that you know where you're going when you go to that area in particular, because you're not with the guide, you meet up with him kind of after about an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. So, so I literally just sat. It was crowded. It was crazy, crazy, crazy busy. Seriously, 
I've never seen Paris as busy really? as it was. Yeah, it was really, really busy. Okay, so then after that, you picked up and you're taken back to the north. Yeah, so we, we met the guide, went back on the coach, um, and then we drove back to the Gardenal, and we all went through, um, through the ticket and the customs and everything with passports, um, and then just into the waiting area for the Eurostar. Kind of said goodbye to the guide at that point because obviously we're all going to get on the train and, and head back. Um, so I think it, the train was some like it was about nine minutes past eight in the evening, and then we arrived back again at nine thirty because of course you get that hour back. Um, so as we say, we were given the return ticket that morning. So it was it was fairly easy because everybody kind of had already done that at St Pancras International. They kind of knew the procedure. Yeah. yeah. So again, it was it was busy though at the Garden Hall. There was um you know the at the uh, Eurostar waiting area departure lounge. It was quite busy, but there are toilets there. There are shops there. There's a few cafes. Uh, you know, it was actually just finding somewhere to sit was was a little bit problematic. But um, yeah. Oh, that's good. So thank you for sharing that itinerary. So a few more personal opinion questions. So. What was your favourite part of the day and why? I loved the cruise, the river cruise down the Seine with that lunch. It was just lovely. And I think it was obviously made because I happened to sit next to two lovely ladies who who included me in the conversation who were really interested to chat to me. And and so we got on like a house off fire, really. Um, so that was just a really lovely, relaxing part of the day. And also the food was so good. Yeah. Uh, so I was just kind of ready for that, just to kind of relax, enjoy the sights of Paris as we meander down the Seine and have some really good company and conversation. So, yeah, for me, that was absolutely the highlight of the day. Oh, perfect. And the next question, I think I know the answer to this already. What was your least favorite part of the day and why? Uh, that was definitely my mark. I think by that point, I, I think everybody was a little bit tired. It, you know, it, it was so, I cannot stress how crowded it was there. Um, it was crazy busy. Um, and I just, and I guess because I've been there so many times before, yeah. to be honest, I probably was a little less appreciative at that point of exploring that area. Um, you know, so I, so I didn't, I kind of sat it out. Uh, to be honest, there was another family who decided to go back to catch you a start early because I think the children were tired yes. by that point in the day. So that was probably my last, last, least favorite part of the day. And it was probably a little bit too long to spend in that area. So yeah, but otherwise yeah, it was, it was good. Cool. So you took an organized day tour from Paris to London. So think of what are the, you consider the pros and cons of the organized tour? Okay, so the obvious pro is that it's all organized for you. So you don't have to book the train. Um, you're driven around. You've got a tour guide who speaks French, uh, which is fantastic. You can include meals. So obviously, depending on which class of Eurostar you take, you can have the meals on the way there and the way back, which I did include. So I had breakfast and, and a light meal on the way back, which was lovely. Um, and I did have include the, the, the river cruise, which was fantastic. So I didn't feel... I got to Paris that I was like, okay, I'm arrived at the Garden Hall. What do I do now? You know, that kind of feeling, especially if not being there before. Um, so, you know, it's, it is a really good way if you want to see the main highlights and you haven't got much time. So if you are, you know, Paris has been on your bucket list for your entire life and you're thinking, okay, this is the only way that I'm going to see Paris. I can do this day trip. Then yeah, absolutely. It's a good. I would say that's a good thing to do if that's what you, you want to include that in your itinerary. You can do the trip independently, um, but I would say if you're going to do it independently, I would stay at least one night so that you're rushing around and feeling uh, stressed because you're trying to fit too many things in. So I would definitely, if you're doing it independently, 
I would just stay longer. But if you're limited and you really just want to see the highlights of Paris, then it's a great way to do it. Cons? Uh, cons, it's a long day, so it's tiring. It is rushed, so you don't see much more of some places than a quick glimpse out of the coach window. Um, and also in the summer months, as I've mentioned from Walmart, it is ext- it was incredibly busy. I honestly have never seen Paris as busy as it was. Um, and we were there last June, so we were, we were there the year before, so I had a good comparison. Um, it was also very hot. Um, you know, I've got to the point really where it, it's, it's some of the European cities over the summer months, if you can avoid them, really, it's, it, it's just not incredibly pleasant when it's very crowded. A lot of, lot of people everywhere all want to see the, the same things. And, uh, yeah, it just not for me. I would, I would say if you can not to do it if it's a June, July, August thing, because I think, um, yeah, just too hot, too crowded, and it may not be what you have in mind for Paris. Mm. So that might be what I would say. Yeah, that's good. So anybody considering planning a uh, day tour from Paris to London, what what tips can you offer? Well, I would say first of all, stay near Saint Pancras International, um, so that you can get to the train um, early. <laughs> um, do not trust somebody else to set an alarm <laughs> set your own alarm because you have to be there early um i'd read up about the places you're going to visit so you can we have got on our, uh, one of our other websites traces travels you can find tips and info for first-time visitors to paris which i will link to in the show notes so if this is going to be your first visit to paris there's some information about the different places that i'm sure well are included in this uh, day trip if you do this particular tour um, I would reconsider if you're thinking June, July, and August because honestly, it's crowded and hot. Um, if you can swing it, book a premium premium economy on the Eurostar. Honestly, it's so nice, so so nice. Meals are included at your seat, so they bring your food to you. Really comfortable, lovely, lovely trip. Thoroughly enjoy. I always love the Eurostar anyway. Uh, but if you can try to swing premium economy, um, don't take too much with you. I just took one bag with me. Um, and if you do take a theft-proof bag, honestly, you do, you do have to be careful in Paris. Even the small amount of walking that we did, you know, unfortunately, it's like any major city in the world. There are pickpockets around, and there are scams going on. So just make sure that you, if when you take a bag, that you take a theft-proof bag. Again, I can link to an article that I have, and I, I took one, and it was absolutely fine. Um, learn a few. If you don't speak French, learn a few words of French. You will get taught, hopefully, by the guide on the coach, which is great. But just learn a few words that you can converse when you go into cafes uh, and shops. Um, I would read our article about the Eurostar or listen to our podcast episode about it so that you're prepared for the Eurostar trip. Um, remember, it's a long day, so it might not be suitable for everyone. Like, say, there was a family on the day trip that I took who decided they didn't want to stop in Montmartre. They decided to get an earlier train back to London uh, because I think that the children were tired by that point. Um, I would take a couple of bottles of water with you. So I bought some in the shop in the departure lounge in London at the Eurostar and had those with me because, um, you know, you're going to get thirsty and hot and there's not necessarily lots of stops to go and buy uh, drinks. Um, don't forget to take your phone charger battery pack with you because it's, it's a long day and you're going to need it to keep your, your phone charged. Um, and do not forget to take your passport because you will need your passport to you know, move and go over from London to Paris. Oh, yep. Um, yep. One last thing that's just occurred to me. Did you take any cash with you for the day? Um, no, I didn't. Actually, I took no cash at all, which we actually hadn't done last year when we were in Paris. No. Remember, we, t- we oh. took no cash at all. Yep. Um, no, just used contactless the entire time, yeah. 
Um, I didn't buy very much, to be honest. I popped into a shop actually beside the Champs-Élysées to get uh, drinks because everybody was thirsty by that point and would drink everything. Um, and also, um, I think I bought something in the Eurostar Departure Lounge. Mm-hmm. I bought a sandwich, I think, by that point as well. So I did buy bits and bobs, but I, I used contactless for all of those. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Thanks to Doug for asking me the questions in this episode. No problem. Always happy to talk about trains. Yep, I know you are. <laughs> Hopefully we have answered all your questions about visiting Paris on an organised day tour from London. You can always join our UK Travel Planet Facebook group for a more related discussion. Links to various tours from London to Paris are included in this week's show notes at uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 72. That just leaves us to, stay, to say... Until next week, happy Happy UK UK travel planning.